Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I instructed the players to anything other than concerning yourself with the next opponent, which for us is the Dallas Cowboys and any other narrative um, that has to do with good teams or playoff seeds or the next three game, all that stuff, I, I gave them the clearance to tell all members of the media to, with all due respect, F off. With all due respect. Um, because all we're focused on is the Dallas Cowboys. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel there. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, Woody, thank you. Let's go right to him. Kyle Krabs, host of Locked on Fins podcast, joins us this morning like he's been doing a lot, and, and we appreciate it. Kyle, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great, Joe. How are you? I'm doing great, and uh, we got a lot to get to. Um were you surprised to see that ass whooping that we saw against the Jets considering all the guys that were out and the Jets were coming off an impressive win? Yeah, I certainly think you you saw the inactives list. You knew the Jets had some momentum coming in. You heard kind of the rumblings about Aaron Rodgers might be cleared to play next week if they're able to stave off elimination this week and kind of be mathematically in it. So I certainly wasn't expecting a team that – laid down and gave up and that's what it felt like watching the Jets and then watching this game back it just didn't didn't have a lot of answers for anything on either side of the ball uh totally overwhelmed in the trenches uh when the Dolphins defense was out there as, as a testament to 100 yards offense that they gave up so really impressive effort from the guys that suited up and it was fun to watch the tape and see guys that got some bigger opportunities and, and how those guys stood stepped up and made some plays so, so I got to ask you, we do this every week. I think you and I have been doing this going back, sitting next to each other, watching practices before the season started. Uh, we, could be, we could be in for a lot of Cotton, Eichenberg, and Jones at guard, center, and guard um, for a few weeks still, even, even going forward with Robert Hunt and that hamstring. I don't know how yeah. bad it is. I don't know if he tore it, but I sense he's still not going to be coming back. Uh, how far can you go and how are they playing? I think he, the, the biggest thing that has to change is, and they, they did a little bit of it against the Jets, is I think you have to get a little bit more vertical in your run game. And there, there were just too many plays, and it, it manifested itself against the Jets where we're running some of our outside concepts. And your play side guard just can't get leverage on a guy who's shaded on his outside shoulder, and that guy strings it all, all the way down the, the line of scrimmage and is – uh, the backside pursuit, and he's making a tackle three or four yards downfield, whereas 
if you get that block secured, you get up into the second level with some momentum and some explosiveness, and you can put your foot in the ground and get there earlier so you have more room to work to, to make the safety miss in the alley. So um, I just think kind of the athletic limitations of those guys, they're, they're more powerful players prompts you to run the ball more and you saw them take some of their toss action and it was immediately hitting in between the tackles. So I just think your run game has to hit a little differently. I think you saw some of that, but uh, from a pass protection standpoint, I did think this was the best they were. This group was with communication in exchanging pass rushers. Cause that's as, as somebody's been plugged in cause somebody gets banged up mid game. It's felt like when you run twists in games and three-man stunts against the Dolphins pass pro, once somebody else gets inserted into the lineup, there's some hiccups in, in picking all of that up. And I understand the ball came out really quick in the passing game this week, but it also felt like those guys were as good as they've been all season about processing yeah. Exchanging assignments and responsibilities. Well, they played a lot of football together, boy. With uh, yeah. with all these uh, injuries and stuff, uh, Austin Jackson goes out. I don't know if he can play. It sounds like he's going to try. But Kendall Lamma, right tackle, how did he play? I thought he played fine. Uh, you got reps for him for both sides. Uh, you were in Miami, obviously, they're up big, and and Tron Armstead comes out of that game, and they they bump him over to the left side. So. I thought he gave a really good effort against a really good pass rush group for the Jets. Their edge guys are really explosive. They got a blend of size and length and uh, burst, and they all kind of bring something different to the table. So on any given rep, you could be tested in a number of different ways. And I thought he he played p- p- perfectly fine at right tackle, and if that's something that they had to, to work through for uh, any short period of time, I think Kendall Lamb's earned – earn my trust based off of how well he's played all season every time he's been called upon. Yeah, that's good stuff, too. Hey, I uh, got to ask you about secondary and uh, Deshaun Elliott. And, of course, Javon Holland did not play. So <clears throat> you're going with Brandon Jones and Elijah Campbell. Man, I thought they played really well. What a difference a week of getting some some playing time together, especially Brandon Jones playing, getting a couple of interceptions. And, you know, a guy that – kind of been a lot better towards the line of scrimmage than than playing back but boy what a game he had what do you think of their play overall yeah so it, even if you wipe away the interceptions i just think from a consistency standpoint uh from a field vision standpoint i thought this was the best game brandon jones has had this season and again that that's not including the two interceptions just everything about being back there uh felt like this was a game that that was a, a really strong performance for him so That'll be key for Miami just because of how this defense is so communication and safety-oriented. And they haven't had the core secondary together for many games this season, whether it's Ramsey missing the first half of the season or Xavier Howard getting bumped up or Javon Holland's missed a couple of games, uh, Deshaun Elliott's missed a couple of games. Like To be able to have a third guy that you feel like can step in there and do it at a high level, would be huge. Yeah. And I think Brandon Jones, maybe his skill set is never necessarily going to um, match the skill set of the guys that are, are projected as the starters just based on their different body types with different skills. But if he can see it cleanly and he can communicate it cleanly and quickly, I think that would be a huge boost for Miami down the stretch just to make sure they have the consistency that they need if somebody gets bumped. I um, was wondering what you thought, and were you surprised to see Jalen Ramsey – Stay on Garrett Wilson, both sides, 
the whole game. Did that surprise you, or did I, I didn't see that one coming? I, I'm excited that we keep getting new layers to this defense. So we went all season long, and it was, well, we get a left corner and a right corner. We're not going to flip sides. And now it's week 16 now, and now teams have to start asking themselves, okay, well, what happens if, if they play matchups and guys travel? And it's just, it's just that extra layer to it. And, yeah, when, when you don't have uh, Xavier Howard and it is Jalen Ramsey, I think you're doing your, your best defender a disservice to not give him a chance to take that matchup and really dominate it, and he did an amazing job with it. Yeah. The other one I thought, and it was, it was my take, maybe you have a different take. So Sauce Gardner had the game off. Basically, they said, hey, Sauce, sit over there, enjoy yourself, because we're going after DJ Reed and Jalen Waddle's going to chew him up. Um, did that surprise you that they didn't, or do they think that much of DJ Reed and look at him as uh, almost as good as Sauce Gardner? Well, that, that's the, uh, the foil versus what Miami did with Jalen Ramsey, right? Is, okay, Sauce, you know, you're going to line up on the left side all game? Okay, that's fine. Enjoy no action. <laughs> um, I, I think Reed's a good player, and I thought Reed played pretty well the first time these two teams played, but Jalen Waddle had him in a dark place throughout oh, the course man. of that football yeah. game. He, he shook him. He torched him. He burned him. He had him eating the grass, the Bermuda grass. It was um, – when a guy's on like that and the matchup's working and they're not going to change it, you'd be crazy to have to go away from it. And I think the Dolphins, you know, obviously the way that game script went, they didn't have to keep their foot on the gas in the passing game and be aggressive and give this team a chance to get a turnover and get back into the game. So they hit the shots they needed to hit. Uh, they were more than content to take the matchup that Waddle was winning with consistency. And if the Jets never adjust, the Jets never adjust, and that's their problem. And finally, the other matchup, I thought Bradley Chubb just chewed up uh, Becton at, at left tackle, just wore his ass out. And um, those are just a few of the matchups I thought that were really dominated to kind of set up the success of this team. Do you agree with that one, too? Yeah, I, I, would, I would look at really the entire defensive line. Uh, I, I think they all deserve flowers for winning the, the one-on-one matchups that they had. And yeah, Chubb, obviously, with the three sacks and – the performance that he had and uh, manufacturing getting the ball on the ground with the forced fumbles. And I'm just, I, I'm very, as somebody who, when they traded for Bradley Chubb, I thought it was a great move at the time and it didn't really manifest in that moment because he was playing hurt down the stretch. I'm so fired up that the Dolphins are getting this version of Bradley Chubb here and now because this is the player he's capable of being. And when he's on like this, you see why he's a former top 10 overall pick. Yeah, and you know, it's funny you said that because he did not move when we got him on that trade right before the NFL trade deadline. Uh, he he didn't move anything like he is moving now coming off the ball and his strength. You're right. He just looks like a completely uh, completely different guy. So, so I got to ask you this one. Um, here we go, man. Three games and we could go anywhere from a number one seed to a wild card. What a crazy... My- Situation. Mike McDaniel's not going to like you asking me this. <laughs> so, so how do you feel now? Uh, we've been on a little roller coaster the last six days between the two games. Uh, Dallas, how do you feel about the Dallas matchup? They haven't played as well. I know they're not playing in Buffalo. They're going to be playing down here in Miami 
uh, coming down here where they've struggled on the road? Yeah, uh, I, I certainly feel different about the Dallas matchup now than I did 48 hours ago when, when Buffalo ran all over them. Uh, I do think Miami will have an opportunity to run the ball. I know they, they typically their defense this season has not been great at handling motion either. So there's two layers to this this Cowboys defense that you look at what Miami does and what they want to do, and you feel like you're going to have a good opportunity to really get after them when you have the football. So uh, I'm opti- cautiously optimistic about this week. Obviously, any team, uh, time a team like that takes a loss like the, the Cowboys did against the Bills, it's going to refocus you. There's going to be an added sense of urgency. But that's true. Oh, they, they, you know, Dallas yeah. didn't play on the road for a month, and then they got to go to Buffalo, and then they got to turn around and come down here to Miami and play in a very different environment against a team that does the things that you struggle with. So. At the end of the day, the season right now comes down to if you beat Buffalo Week 18, you win the division, period. You give yourself a chance to, to do that ahead of time if you win the next two games. But, you know, just everything that they want is, is on the table in front of them, including if they get hot, run the table. You, you're the one seed in the AFC, and everything's honky-dory, and you get a week to get ready for a divisional playoff. Right. I so, just, yeah. Just, just – Let's see what happens, but I'm excited that everything that you aspired for this season to be, it, it, it's right here, right now. Boy, if somebody would have told us before the season started and told the whole fan base around the country here to here in South Florida, hey, man, with three games left, two at home, if you win all three, you're a number one seed and you have a bye week to start with. That scenario, and, and you control them all now, and I know they're not easy games, none of them. None of them are nope. easy, but you would take that one every time. You remember the last time we were a number one seed? Or a number no. two seed that had, and it got a bye week? I don't either. I'm afraid it was back when I played, which is really scary. It was a, a long, long time ago, I think. Anyway, Kyle, thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on this morning. Thanks. Yeah, good stuff, Joe. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.